In this episode of another Zelda podcast, David meets with Andy and Allie of the Zelda cast to talk shop. Welcome to another Zelda podcast. I'm David, and today I am hosting the show, but I have two very special guests who are also hosts, but of a different show. I have Allison and Andy here from the Zelda cast. Woo! Happy to doing? be here. This is awesome. What a great day this has been. Yeah. This has been an insane day for this me. Has very been cool. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, this has been very fun. Um, Allison, what's what's going on today? Um, well, not much for me, actually. We did our, we did our, <laughs> we did our podcast, which was insanely awesome. And then I kind of have the rest of the day free, she, which she is super nice. She got the nice. easy schedule. Yeah. For some context, there is a, we, we are right in the middle of a massive Zelda dungeon uh, marathon mm-hmm. going on right that now. Is I correct. think it's day two of like a whole week, yes. I've learned. I thought it was literally just going to be. The days are, are lost to me already. Yeah, yeah we've been sleep, going for two days already. Yeah, our here. sleep schedule gets pretty jacked yeah. up because it's twenty four seven stream. So it's twenty four seven, no break. Somebody is always playing something. Yeah. We're running through every Zelda game, and there's like there's a bunch of different gimmicks. I think we're playing uh, a Link to the Past with like a DDR pad at some point this week. Oh my gosh! Uh, I can't <laughs> which wait. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Wait, a Link to the Past, not Link's Awakening. A Link to the Past. I, I think yeah. that's right. I think so too. Yeah. 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 You could yeah. probably pull that off. <laughs> so lots of, I mean, I'd be a sweaty mess, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a crazy week. I was, uh, I was up at, I played Cadence of Hyrule from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Chicago time. Last night? Last night. Oh and then gosh. I took a little cat nap and then uh, we were, we were up and at it at uh, mm-hmm. nine o'clock. Yep. Well, well, I was, um, Andy, you and I, we've been chatting on Twitter a little bit over the past couple months. And I think both of us agreed that any time that we were in the same state together, we yes. being the two shows, um, we'd try to do some kind of crossover. Yeah. And then I think, I think, um, oh, a few months went by. And then I, if I recall, just a month or two ago, I got a tweet from you or DM from you mm. saying like, I think I got it. There's this <laughs> marathon thing. And I think we can line up. Yeah. And I was very excited about that. It was yes. really cool. And so here we are. Um, we just finished. Um, I was I was very flattered and excited. The two of you just invited me onto your uh, show. And it was a live stream as part of the marathon. Yep. Yes, that was amazing. Thank you so much for that invite. Thanks yeah, it for was joining awesome. us. It was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. It was it was really a blast. It's, yeah, it, it's, was. it was my first time ever doing any kind of like other Zelda podcast thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and and we've, you know, Zelda Dungeons like so big that but Kate and I we've kind of just been grassroots rootsing it from a yeah. from a, a kitchen. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. the past five years, yeah. it was really fun to kind of be a part of this. And then of course, obviously, I knew that I would bring bring my equipment too, so that we'd have an opportunity for the three of us to chat as another Zelda podcast episode. Yes. Yeah, you got to keep the crossover event to the century going. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I saw that on the tweet. I was like, Whoa. Avengers ain't got nothing on us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, before we get into it, I w- oh, I have some listener feedback. But today what we're going to do, we always start with listener feedback. Um, I want to talk a little bit about how the Zelda cast came to be. Maybe we can chat a little bit about podcasting in general, because I've never had a, a co-podcaster really like on the show in that yeah. way. And then maybe we after the break, we kind of dig into a little bit more Zelda things. We talk about some of the first moments in our lives that kind of gave us when we really learned that, oh my gosh, I think I'm a Zelda fan and mm-hmm. whatnot, all that kind of stuff. We'll just, totally. yes. we'll just reminisce. Sound I love good? it. I love I, it. I love that because it's nerding out about podcasting and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do a little listening feedback and then uh, we'll, we'll jump in here. I only have four today. All right. And um, let's see. The first one here is over on our episode Hyrule Castles, which was episode 12 of season four on YouTube. Blue Valor said... Ah, I love Hyrule Castles, Starface emoji. My favorite is Breath of the Wilds. It's gorgeous. 
but I only wish we could explore it in its full glory before the calamity. Uh, sad winky face. Yes. Twilight Princess is second. I love the way it looms over the castle town and the beautiful views of it from the bridges leading into town. Yeah, fair enough. Plus, it's an awesome final dungeon with the best final boss in the series, Cool Guy Glasses, in my opinion. You know what? <laughs> we, you we were we were kind of beating up a little bit on Twilight Princess on our show, but I, I'm i going to throw it a bone and say that I think that the final boss sequence of Twilight Princess is up there. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the top, but it's like a top three in that final sequence. One, like, There's four really awesome fights in a row. Yeah, yes. good stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it's also one of those weird things. I've said it on the show before, but it's one of those weird things where the intensity increases, yes. but like the scale decreases. You start with big old pig Ganon or whatever, and mm-hmm. finally in the end, it is just a sword fight. But like it just because it focuses in, you go from a big beast to a horse ride to the to oh. the Zelda thing to the the sword fight. Yeah. That music it, goes hard. Too it really comes Ganon. in. That fight with Ganondorf at the end is the last bit, and that music is probably some of my favorite bits Dude, of music yeah, from the Zelda intense. series. It's so good, especially. Especially when some people cover it, there's this uh, there's this like Celtic mashup cover of Zelda music, and oh they gosh. do that bit. Oh my Ooh. god, it is so good. So you put that so if good. you're on the treadmill, you're running before <laughs> yeah. you know it. Like, yes. I have a Zelda workout list. I might have to try to find yes. the sun yes. and get it in there. <laughs> wow, that's nuts. Um, how how do you all feel about Breath of the Wild's castle? I think it's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. great castle. Yes. I, we were talking. I think that the dungeons in, in Breath of the Wild two are going to look a lot like it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, these kind of like mega experiences. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I can agree with that. And I, I like that comment about wishing that we could have explored it before yes. the calamity because you see that a bit in Age of Calamity, but you don't really get to go into the castle and do much with mm-hmm. it. I agree. You get to be around it. But yeah, it would be really cool to see um, a lot of what's going on inside because like the decor and the, the scenery of it that I've seen in cutscenes is like beautiful and oh, immaculate. Yeah. There are you know? people out there that have done deep dives and they've kind of mapped out the geography and some have, I don't remember what YouTube video I was watching two years ago, but someone figured out that there was an observatory oh and then where God. the like yeah. where all the actual geography would be before the collapse. So mm-hmm. cool. That, yeah, that's so awesome. That's so wild. I love that. If we, if we do go back in time in the sequel to Breath of the Wild, and we do get to go back into that. I mean, we know the castle's there. We saw it lift up in the trailer, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. So something might be going yeah. on. Yep. That would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Well, thank you very much, Blue Valley, for that comment. Next up, we have David Nystrom. For, oh, hey. another. Hey, our buddy. Hey, yeah, I, kinda, I was wondering. I, I threw him in here. <laughs> hey, what's nice. Up, so uh, David says here, also about the Hyrule Castles episode. That I did not realize. Um, on, on YouTube, he said, oh, this is a little bit longer, so this will be tons of fun. Uh, this was a really fun episode. I, oh, 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 it was on an episode where Kate and I were talking about all the Hyrule Castles. Fine. This was a really fun episode. I find that the Breath of the Wild and Twilight Princess versions of Hyrule Castle are by far the best. A fun fact, there is a castle in Zelda 2. Oh, because we didn't include this in our list. In Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. However, it's called the North Castle. It's also the version of the castle that appears in the animated series, Captain N and the Valiant Commons. Wow. I feel like David knows his stuff here. It likely bears this name because of its proximity in relation to Hyrule's iteration from the original game, North Castle. Oh, I get it. Yeah, because the original game's down there in the bottom, mm-hmm. which, which is located at the very bottom of the map in Zelda 2. Notes on another castle, the appearance of Hyrule Castle in The Wind Waker is not the same as the version in Ocarina of Time. I don't. I think I said something like, yeah, you go back to that Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. castle in Wind Waker. I actually thought that was the case. Let's see what he says here. The Wind Waker follows the adult timeline in which Ganondorf came to power and built Ganon's tower on the ruins of Hyrule Castle. When his tower falls, the area around it was filled with water and the new version of the castle was rebuilt there 
Keep up the awesome show. Okay, bye. There you go. <laughs> David, lay it down. Don't yeah. challenge David because he'll, <laughs> he'll tell you. You know, I want to say, I think that David got some of that uh, that Captain N animated series knowledge from uh, from our, our virtual theater. We, I have a, a third podcast that we do like an episode by episode breakdown of the Zelda animated series. I had no idea. It's wow. uh, it's something. And we're doing Captain N right now as well. So we've I, done. I think you learned. He's a patron, right? You, you might have picked up a few things from us. <laughs> hey, David. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. We've also explored the shows uh, on our show, but we do like three episodes at a time. And I think it'll become a three part series because there's yeah. roughly nine episodes or maybe mm-hmm. there's 12. I don't really know. Um, okay, next next here, uh, Justin Pollitt, who is a patron for another Zelda podcast. Uh, he said here, I think this is on Instagram, actually. I was listening to the podcast and here and there was mention of an order to play the games. The way I suggest to play it is to start with Ocarina because I feel it best represents the franchise as a whole. Then play the adult timeline uh, where the player about uh, warn the player about the Triforce quest. <laughs> <laughs> then the child timeline. I would say try Majora because it's my favorite, but if they don't like the timer, then just skip it. Then play the pre-Ocarina games, then the Fallen timeline. I say Fallen last because most of the, this is getting a little, uh, there's not a ton of punctuation, I'm just trying Mm -hmm. to get through. I say Fallen last because most of the difficult titles are in that timeline, so hopefully doing it last builds enough love for the franchise to power through the difficulties. Then Breath of the Wild last. Thoughts? I actually agree with Breath of the Wild last. I agree with that as well, because if you play Breath of the Wild first, I it's feel tough like, to go back. yeah, it's tough to go yeah. back. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because especially if you're like a modern, you know, gamer right now, you, you play or a new gamer. Well, even like we were talking about Skyward Sword HD, like you don't you have to hold down the button to use dual and like uh, the dual analog camera. And it's it's just it's not quite the same. And I think that if you play Breath of the Wild first, then it's it is tough to go back. I, I agree with Ocarina. I like I myself i don't know if i would put a ton of emphasis on playing it in terms of like the story and in terms of timeline and stuff like that but i think ocarina is definitely a good base a link to the past is a good base and then once you kind of get those you can work towards your majora's mask because they're a little bit more in depth um or like certainly your original nes zeldas which I mean, maybe maybe you could just skip those i don't know you know it's interesting with those originals because you do it i think for some it's and older games are not necessarily just because they might be more simple does not mean they're easier. Quite frankly, oftentimes no, it's the yes. opposite. Mm-hmm. Usually they're really yeah. difficult to play. And I think you really have to be dedicated to try to seriously play something like Zelda or Zelda two yeah. um, in yes. this day and age. Yeah, and, yes. and, and don't even try it if you're not going to do it on the switch. I mean, for me, like there's so many things on the switch that like it makes it a lot more. I mean, there's literally like the life of luxury mode that makes it so much more accessible and fun yeah so, yeah i did I, oh sorry yes i also i was just gonna say that it's really hard to try and picture playing zelda in any kind of order like it's easy to say that about something like marvel or star wars because it follows a concise story whereas zelda does not yeah so but i do like the idea of a, like a beginner game to introduce somebody to the series which i always say is ocarina of time mm-hmm. and then i agree that breath of the wild should probably be last because it's so different so innovative and um, you just have so much freedom that I find it hard to kind of go back if you're like if you're really new to the series. Yeah, I, I agree. I felt that even when I did my Skyward Sword HD play, I was kind of like, you know, it's like, oh, I can't actually go over these mm-hmm. mountains right here. Oh, there are yeah. invisible walls everywhere. Oh, I really am kind of in a hallway. Yeah. Um. It, it, and whereas the first time I played Skyward Sword, I don't think I even cared about that stuff. But mm-hmm. now with Breath of the Wild, yeah. you know what I mean? Even playing like Link's Awakening, the remake was kind of a shock to the system after playing like Breath of the Wild because they oh, were yeah. so 
different. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I thoroughly enjoy the the Link's Link's Awakening is my um you know like second favorite mm-hmm. uh, game whatever. Um, and I felt that the remake did a great job of kind of like keeping it, yeah. bringing it into a little bit of a modern context with the extra buttons and all that kind of stuff. Yep. When Kate and I did our Link's Awakening review episode way back in season one, it was her first 2D game ever. Of, I mean, of uh, Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Right. And the the fact that you had to like pause swap your items yeah. was almost a deal breaker yeah. for her in like in, in a modern context, yes. I guess you could say. Yes. Yeah. You know, I could see that. Mm-hmm. So I thought they did a great job remapping some of those buttons and stuff. Last, but what the heck? Okay, I think. Well, I didn't plan this, but we're gonna. <laughs> but Blue Valor's back. All right, <laughs> <laughs> with a comment on another episode, and this will be our last comment for the uh, podcast here. This is um, in regards to our episode in season four, episode five, the How Majora's Mask deals with grief episode, mm-hmm. where it was myself and one of our blog writers, Stephanie Klimov. Uh, she was in town for us going to the video game summit. It was like a convention we were at. And so, of course, we took advantage of this situation and also recorded an episode. And she came up with the idea. So Blue Valley here says, this is my favorite one of these, favorite with a U. So we've got someone from across the pond here messaging in. Um, This is my favorite one of these podcasts so far. Through all four seasons, smiley face, I love Majora's Mask. And although I got major anxiety with the three-day time system, Mm -hmm. when I got over it, it turned out to be one of my favorite Zeldas of all time. Exploring Clocktown and seeing into the lives of the people were amazing. And the emotion I felt on moments like the last few hours of day three, when interacting with the NPCs and reading the thought-provoking dialogue of the masked children in the moon, made this game very special for me. For the mm-hmm. record, my favorite dungeon is Snowhead Temple. Mm-hmm. And my favorite song is the Song of Healing, which is in my top three of all time. Thank you very much, Blue Valor. Uh, thoughts on Majora's Mask? Yes, I actually have thoughts on Song of Healing. Ooh. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I remember we were doing like a ranking of songs mm-hmm. and I wanted to rank it really high. And I think it's not just because of the sound, but because of, of the grief. So the you, game, you yeah. use that song, mm-hmm. like it's not just, you know, just a little boppy song. You use that song to literally heal people that are in pain. Mm-hmm. And it's not just those people that you get the masks for. It's the people that they interacted and have any kind of like familial or friendship or anything that has to do with them so it's you're not just healing that person you're healing all of them you're healing pretty much everybody in that game Mm -hmm. and that all comes from that song and i'm getting emotional just thinking about it so i love how you're wording this so like yeah it's like that's one of that's a big deal song to me so like i always rank that one really high the atmosphere of of majora's mask is is actually literally unlike anything else in the series it's just so unique and 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 powerful it's a top five zelda game for me like Mm -hmm. i think like when you start off with the base that Ocarina of Time laid down and it it's it would have been really easy for that game to be a, a straight up sequel. And I guess in some ways it is, but the way that they twist and turn it on its head is, mm-hmm. is so it's very impressive. Um, and it's it, it constantly is not what you think it's going to be in that game. So, yeah, it's a. Uh, nothing. I I agree with everything everyone said about that game. I think for me, yeah. Um, I I feel like everyone should play Ocarina before playing Majora because they are pretty much a Definitely, direct sequel. Yes. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I actually prefer playing Majora over Majora's over Ocarina. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I might dive into Ocarina a little bit more because it's easy to just kind of kind of get in there and play. Yes. Yeah. Right. But boy, it is it's it's an emotional experience to play Majora's Mask. Yes. And I think sometimes, yeah. for example, my main co-host uh, Kate. She has not played Majora's Mask yet, and she's like nervous to play it because she thinks she's going to get overwhelmed by all the side quests and all of that. But my my um, advice is to just kind of don't let the timer freak you out. Mm-hmm. You just know you're going to do 900 laps through that those three days mm-hmm. and just yeah. kind of start learning about the people's storylines. And yes. you really can get something out of it. Yes, you know? I agree. 
particularly in 3D, I, I think you can manage your, your time, your time in a, a, little in bit a better. much better way so that it's less stressful. But yeah, I, I think that definitely you should play Ocarina of Time first. I mm -hmm. think that time limit just adds to the the immersion of that story, of yeah. everybody's stories, because it's, it's multiple stories kind of combined into one. You know, yeah. if you just, if you didn't have that time limit, I think it would still be good, but it wouldn't be as like, you wouldn't be as invested, you know? I agree yeah. completely. I think, you know, and everybody knows that originally they were going to try to go for seven days. It was supposed to be a week and they had to kind of dial it down. But I think the trade-off, even if the time, the time limit, and I say that in quotes, cause it's almost not a time limit. It's like it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Yes. It's not like you can only play yeah. the game for those three days. Um, you know, and then you're done or something. Mm -hmm. But um, the trade-off is, is that every NPC, because, because we have these three days and the designers were able to, uh, I guess, orchestrate or, or, or um, direct every single NPC with a life right. and a reason and a, and a meaning. Mm -hmm. Now, now we don't, we no longer do we have just like the NPCs just kind of standing in the middle of the town. Right. With not yeah. really much to say. Right. Now you talk to someone and it matters. Mm -hmm. yeah, they, they have agency. There's, I feel, I feel like there's more payoff. Like, yeah, a lot of the side quests in Breath of the Wild are some of them are rewarding, but I feel like everything in Majora's some Mask matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah so. Well said. Cool. Well, um, thank you everybody for that listening feedback. We always appreciate it. People can find us on Another Zelda Pod on Twitter, Another Zelda Podcast on Instagram, and uh, we have found that the best way to help us out is if you're able to put a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps the algorithm in a major way, and so we always really appreciate kind words over there. Nice. Yeah. Um, we, I'm very, I'm very, I feel very gifted by the <laughs> AZP community. We have a really supportive audience and I'm really, really, uh, really, really proud of that. Awesome. Um, so, um, Andy, I know, so the Zelda cast, I want to kind of talk about how this show came to be. We haven't yet said in this episode that of course it was the champions cast when it first started. Yes. And I think Allison, you joined in a little bit later after the first inception. I, I did. Yes. So Andy, I'm going to ask you to kind of set up, how did this podcast come to be? All right. So, uh, we, we had a pod, I, so I'm going to go way back. I joined Zelda Dungeon um, late in December 2016, and we had a podcast at the time, and it's called the Zelda Informer Podcast. Um, 2015? Or no, 2016. Late, late, right before Breath of the Wild. I feel like I came across that show when I was like researching, but anyway. You might have, yeah. It was hosted by a guy named Alfred, and um, he, you know, we were doing the podcast, but he, um, uh, I think he got married, actually, I want to say, and then the show kind of stopped. And so Breath of the Wild came out and we enjoyed it. We, you know, we, everybody was, was had like a lot of, like a lot of creative energy, you know, it was, it was a very, it was an awesome time after Breath of the Wild came out. And so I was tinkering around with the idea of bringing the podcast back at the host. And in that time I was, um, I, I'd become the editor in chief of the site. So I was, I was thinking about like, can we bring it back? Do I have the right people for it? Do I have the right equipment for it? And the answer was no, my mic sounded horrible. <laughs> okay. So I had had a podcast with my buddies uh, called the cool story show back in cool like, story show. Yeah. It Love might, it. it might be out there somewhere. Please don't listen to it. Um, <laughs> but we'd had a podcast in like 2014 or something like that. And so I was like, I think I, I think I could bring this back. Like I, I, I enjoyed podcasting and I enjoyed Zelda. So like, like why not? So, we started the show and we came up with the name the champions cast because the uh the latest batch of dlc for breath of the wild of the course. champions ballad had just come out and so we were kind of playing uh you know playing on that name and so eventually actually not even that long ago maybe like two months ago we we just were like okay we're just gonna call ourselves the zelda cast from now on because just as 
show, uh, you know, our show is just about Zelda, and I felt Champions Cast was maybe a little bit Breath of the Wild centric. Yeah, and it's kind of once removed too. Like if someone's literally bit, typing yeah. in Champions, it could mean yeah. a lot of things. Exactly. It's run its course. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, so we we started off with uh, myself and two co-hosts, uh, Taylor and Savannah. And uh, if Savannah's watching, I love you, but she was not a good podcaster. She, <laughs> she, and she'd be the first person to tell you that. So she was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to stick to writing. And I was like, okay. So Taylor and I did the show for, um, I don't know, about, about a year, Alan, would mm -hmm. you say? Um, and so, you know, we, we did our thing. And then eventually, yeah, I want to say it was about a year in. I had Allison on as a guest. And I was like, oh, well. And then uh, I had Allison back again as a guest. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it was like, eventually we got to the point where it was like, well, I guess you're on the show, Al. <laughs> yeah, it kind of felt like, so I, I've been with Zelda Dungeon since late 2014. I was a writer. Um, and then I kind of just like moved up copy editor and then started with management and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, and been going to the marathon since 2017. But with the podcast, it was something that I, I like had a small interest in, not like too much. Mm -hmm. And I knew that, uh, that you were kind of struggling because Taylor was too busy and then kind of mm -hmm. dropped off a little bit. It can get tricky. And I said, yes. I said that I would help him until he found a co-host. Yeah. And, and actually, I actually, I don't know if I even ever told you that I really fought for you to stay on because uh, we, so Mossy's the, the guy who owns Zelda Dungeon that we have, we're, we're chatting with. He is very um, of the opinion that if you have a role at Zelda Dungeon, you maybe shouldn't have more than one role because you don't want to get overwhelmed. So what yes, I mean by that yeah. is like, if you're a member of the writing team, you don't want to be on the social team yeah. doing social media or you don't want to be writing guides or whatever, right? And so Allison and and I were both copy editors and uh, I was I was pushing and he's like, no, no, Allison's already copy editing. We, it's, we, we, can't, we can't have that. She's too overworked, find someone else. And Andrew's like, you don't understand. I, well, I, yeah, I, I was great. just like, I was like, no, I, I think this is it. Like, let's let's just do this. And from my point of view, I was just like, I think I just kind of just w yeah. took it on just because I happened to be there. <laughs> How did it feel for you, though, Allison, kind of fading into the show? I thought it was fine. I it felt like, like I said, I thought I was just helping out my buddy. And then it just was more so I was talking with my buddy every week about Zelda. And it just yeah. became a regular thing. And now it's a... Three years later, here we are. It's still yeah. weird to think about it as a podcast that people actually listen to me, but mostly yes. <laughs> I just feel like I'm talking to Andy about Zelda and sometimes screaming at him. But yeah. um, uh, like, yeah, it's it's a really fun experience. And Allison almost hit me today. <laughs> it's cool. They're in the live stream. I don't have anybody in my location where I live that okay. I get to talk to Zelda yeah. about. Oh, so I this see. is like my outlet that I get to nerd out with because everybody else is like, what the heck are you talking about? You know, yeah, that, so that's totally the same thing for me. Yeah. Like my I don't have a lot of like some of my friends in real life are, are kind of into video games, but they're like, hey, have you seen like the new Apex Legend update or have you seen, you know, what? maybe like a Smash Bros something. But yeah, like yeah. No, no one's really into like Zelda or, or Metroid or any like the, the more niche hardcore series. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, that's that's. It's great to be able to talk about, yep. you know, that stuff with people that are also like nerds, right? Yeah. Because that's that's what we that's what I tell every guest is like, we're just a bunch of geeks talking about Zelda. And it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hear you. The I, I like the name change, by the way, I wanted to say, I think it's I think Thank it you. was a it's a good way to go. I love the graphic, all of it. Also, when it's paint. Is that how you made it? Yeah, yeah. That's how he makes all his. Yeah, and his was, I did mine on photo. Ours on Photoshop. I was a little bit leveled up. But no, yeah. no, it looks fantastic. It looks fantastic. I love the uh, the efficiency there, Andy. Yeah. Um, when Kate and I were coming up with our show, we were like, 
what should the name be? We don't really know. And I thought, well, what if we don't? I, I had Googled Zelda podcasts and, and there mm-hmm. were a few of them out there. And um, and I said, well, I don't want people to take us too seriously. I just want us to be really passionate. Why don't we yeah. just kind of have a little bit of a sense of humor with the title and just say another Zelda podcast? Yeah, but the, pro- the producer in me, too, was like, I really want to get the words Zelda and I really want to get the words podcast in there so yes. that when people Google search and I've yes. heard this, like a lot of our blog writers, they uh, they'll talk to me sometimes. Oh, how'd you find the show? And they're like, well, I just wanted to listen to a podcast about Zelda. So I typed in Zelda podcast and you popped yeah. up mm-hmm. and I was like, Whew, we nailed it. <laughs> exactly. that, that is the actually like specific reason that, you know, I talked about we wanted to brand our show as a more general Zelda show, which which is a reason, but also like our official on every podcast app was the Champions cast slash Zelda Dungeon podcast or whatever. So right. it was a bit it was a bit wordy. So I was like, let's just let's just get it where it says Zelda and we can call it a day. Get it and, right and, in that text yeah. string. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I kind of learned the same thing. I have a Metroid podcast as well. And, and that that was the first thing I did is like, I don't care what this is called, but it's going to have the word Metroid, Metroid right it. there. What's the what's the name of that show? I don't even know. I'd love it to is, subscribe. It is the Omega Metroid podcast, which we somehow do weekly, which is even less news than Zelda. Yeah. Right now. So, yeah, that, that's been going strong for what, like two years? Something I think like so. That? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Very important to have your uh, the name in the title. Yeah, I have found that. So, Allison, this is your first experience with podcasting? Is this endeavor? Yes, I yeah. haven't done any sort of podcasting or anything remotely like this before I joined. I see. Yeah. And then you had a few experiments before this one, a few a few shows, it sounds like, Andy. Did you go yeah. to school for media or anything like that? No. My, so my first podcast started, a couple of buddies of mine, we were at a Boston pizza. Do you guys have Boston pizza? Yeah. Okay, so it's, like, it's like a restaurant. Yeah. We were at a restaurant. And, uh, is there like Boston style pizza, Allison? There might be. I don't know. I don't know, I, I don't know either. Their pizza's not even that good, actually. But <laughs> so I, cool. we were at a restaurant. And I, I'd been reading this book, and uh, it was called Robopocalypse. And I was, I was just like, guys, what if, like, what if there was a robot uprising? What would happen? And we went off for like two hours, and I was like, we should start a podcast. This is great <laughs> content. And I think our waitress is like, God, I hope these guys leave soon. <laughs> like, so I was pretty convinced that we were making great stuff. Yeah. And uh, that's how we got into podcasting. It was like, it was like one little USB, like a snowball mic and like four guys sitting around my kitchen. The same table. mic? Oh, yeah. All, sitting around yep. the same mic so you get all the room yep. tones coming through. My it's... cat was crawling across oh, the table gosh. and trying to bat it away. And yeah. that, that was our, our humble origins. So I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's something else. That's great. <laughs> cool. Well, um, we're kind of get closing in on our break, but I want to s- speak a little bit more about podcasting in general. What's it? Uh, I love that both of our shows are about the same age. We've kind of been doing yeah. the Zelda stuff around the same time, same amount of time. And so in th- those ways, we're on kind of similar journeys as, um, I don't know, just the, 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 the act of podcasting in general. How do you feel? Oh, you guys, um, What's your format for your show? It's each week and it's a little bit of news and it's a little bit of talk. Isn't that right? Well, you can pitch it a little bit for me. Kind of, I mean, kind of sort of like it, it's weekly um, and there's news if there's news. But most of the time there isn't news. So mm-hmm. if, if there was uh, if, let's say if there was a Nintendo Direct, we'll cover it, give our reactions for it. Um, but most of the time it's just uh, like original content, uh, a lot of sub series to kind of fill in the, the blank weeks. Uh, one thing that I thought was like important and you probably you know pick this out as well as like if you're gonna do a podcast where there's not a lot of news coming in hot and heavy like you really kind of got to get your personality out there so people yeah connect with you and want to come back and hear hear you talk about a game that you might not necessarily be in love with but you know at least you know the, this girl i've been listening to named allison it has an opinion about it right like, yeah yeah i hear you I, yeah. you know we were nervous about that same fact 
Kate and I, with another Zelda podcast, that we designed the show to not have news, just avoid it altogether. Mm-hmm. Because we, I kind of thought, like, well, we've got thir- we, if we go backwards, we've got 30 years. So yeah. we're just going to yes. kind of do the retro stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so our whole tone is more about, you know, kind of reminiscing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and that's been okay. But there have been a few times where something will happen like we kind of do want to talk about it. Yeah. And we have to hold back. We have to make sure it doesn't get into the I, show a little bit. I think I, I think if we had the, the exact format as you with seasons, I think we would be strictly evergreen content and just like... Oh. Oh, yeah. stuff that you can go back to and visit all the time because what we tried to clip some of our shows and and I, we've done that in fact where like you can get like little five minute ten minute clips yeah. or whatever and like i think you course, have some on youtube i think i saw some. Yes. yeah yeah um and of course like if you're if you're clipping like a reaction to a nintendo direct for example it's not really time sensitive so like you can only process it that week or maybe the week after and then that's your opportunity to to get that content but if we're talking about like if we're ranking the dungeons of a link to the past you can go you can go look at that in five years and be like, yes. man, these guys are awful. What are they talking about? <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah, I see. I see. So just uh, being in the podcast world, how does it feel for both of you? Because we'll, we're going to break here in a few minutes. I just didn't know if you want to talk about well, kind of uh, podcasting in general. Like and- I said, I, it feels it's still kind of, even though I've been doing it for like three years now, it still feels kind of odd to me. I just like seriously feel like I'm just talking to Andy about Zelda. And then it's odd that people actually listen yeah. to like, I don't know, because sometimes I, I think my opinions, you know, everybody has different opinions about the series and stuff. And so it just is kind of like an odd feeling that people care about what I have to say. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to stream and stuff and that was a little bit easier because I could just talk about whatever, you know, and then play Zelda games. I'm fascinated right now. So in your opinion, streaming's easier because I feel like I couldn't even stream. I I don't even know if I have that skill set. I just, I just like it because I, do a lot of goofy things while I'm playing my games. Okay. And the thing so, with streaming is like you have something in front of you that you can default to. Yes. And talk about yeah. As well. So that and like it can also be a good you can take a break for a second and focus yeah. and people can focus on the game as well. Interesting. So you don't always have to be thinking of what your next words are because mm-hmm. that's another thing I struggle with on the podcast is like I, I feel very knowledgeable about the Zelda series but as soon as you're on you know for that hour that we're yeah, on that red light everything on. leaves <laughs> yeah. my brain and I can't everybody knows that I suck at like remembering Zelda games and or like names and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I just saw you just raised yes. your hands. I saw your tattoo. It's amazing. I do, I do have a Zelda tattoo. Can you describe it for the audience? So it's an arrow. The tip is the Triforce, and then along the arrow, like the the, the shaft of, is the spiritual yeah. stones, yeah. and it's like a watercolor kind of deal. Too cool. Yeah. Awesome. So that's how I feel. Like it, sometimes it's just like I, I feel like you podcast as if nobody's listening. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's you have to. I think if you're just like, oh, God, I hope I don't like say something stupid to the like a couple thousand people every (laughs) it's just like you kind of just have to accept that there's going to be times where you say something kind of stupid and you just go. Oh, like Wind Waker pacing is a five. (laughs) (laughs) Our big thing was we had a quiz where like we got one of the answers wrong and we said, oh, everyone we've every week I get some tweet about how actually you can control coffee in Majora's Mask. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just got to roll with it. You go, of course, you you (laughs) own it. You talk about it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But that's also kind of like, if, I think if you have that attitude, which I feel both of our shows do, mm-hmm. that's that does allow you to just kind of be part of the community. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think my favorite part is when we do get news because that's like that's new and it's exciting and I, it's like initial reactions and yeah. stuff like that. I love I love that bit of it, it you know? Yeah, that's it's, cool. It's easier for sure to react when there's something to react to. But I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I do feel like it's kind of rewarding like when you come up with like, we have a lot of sub-series on our shows. So like if you come up with an idea like, uh, we, we did a, something called Zelda's percentages. So it was like, we're going to read this statement and you give a percentage uh, about if you think it's going to come true or not. And like when you kind of find like a like a sub series that hits and you're like, OK, like this was a, a good 
uh, it was a good show and like we can come back to this format and back to this format and and whatever like um specifically even on the metroid side i have a yeah. lot of like sub series because like the, obviously there's never any metroid news right so like that's i feel like it's i like reacting to news as well but i do like finding like a, a creative sub-series that I know is going to give us like some legs to go and do future shows. I'd like to drill in on that a little bit. When you say sub-series, is that like a, a, a theme or a style of an episode, a repeating yeah, so, narrative or something? So I'll, I'll use my Metroid one because I have a little bit more sub-series in that one. But so for, for Metroid, there's obviously not very much Metroid news. So what, we, what we'll do is we'll have like a, a sub-series called Inspired by Metroid where we'll talk about a Metroidvania. And, and we actually do this on the Zelda cast yep. too where like we'll talk about some like Zelda-like games like Tunic or like Yeah, we Lost talked about Tunic recently. Oh, um, other shows where it's like definitive ranking. So we'll take a game and, and you rank like the, the 10 aspects that make it a Zelda game on a scale of one to five. And you can do that for every game in the series. Um, in the, uh, you know, the, the Zelda's percentages ones that I that I just laid out. And on the Metroid side, we have like a, like an alien in review series because that movie franchise was very influential on the games itself. Sure, so like, I see. Um, you know, we do like a lot of just like fan Q and A too, and we do specific to like games, so like ask us a question about Twilight Princess or Triforce Heroes or whatever. So like, kind of like having little sub series that you can come back to when you're just like, what do we record about this week? And it's like, <laughs> well, we haven't we haven't done a like a dungeon dive in forever. So yeah. let's talk about the Forest Temple from Ocarina of Time this week. I just yeah. got I, I know we're about to go to break, but I just want to talk about a little inside baseball because you said, like, what do we talk about this week? How far forward do you find you schedule your episodes? Oh, boy. I think it depends. <laughs> like sometimes um, and I'm going to say Andy comes up with most of the ideas. I've just not very like I have I struggle with that, with the creative side of that thing. But so he'll be like, okay, here's some ideas that I just cooked up yesterday and it'll be like a few weeks, right? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it's just like, what, what are we gonna do? So, sometimes this it's yeah. like literally the five minutes and it's like, all right, what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> We're recording in five minutes. But other <laughs> other times when I mean it's it's dependent on like news and stuff like that too, because if you have uh, an announcement like yeah, the last breath of the wild trailer, you can say like let's talk about what we learned in there, let's talk about what we think might happen. And you can kind of map out shows like that. But if you're in a time right now, for example, it's like you gotta dig a little bit deeper and mm -hmm. say, like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk about like Tingle's Rosie Rupee Land next week. I don't know, right? right? Yeah. Like, so um sometimes when the, the creative juices are flowing, we can schedule out a couple weeks in advance, like topics. And I, I think that's where I like to operate, but we typically don't announce what we're going to talk about week to week because yeah. there's it's it's a floating yeah you know yeah now I have another question we we do every other week it was a little bit for, for me to get to Kate which we talked about mm -hmm. off air you know just me literally driving to Milwaukee but it was also a little bit was, I was kind of thinking like I don't think you know we typically do 22 24 episode seasons right and I was like I don't think we can do one a week honestly if we're going to do it the format that we do yeah and um um. I wanted to ask you, do you ever, w with every week, that really like intimidates me personally as a producer, do you have, do you do the thing where you have a couple episodes to, like if you miss a week that you can fill it, you keep some in the bank kind of thing? We do that a little bit with AZP. <laughs> nope. I mean, we, we it's, like, it's like go, yeah. huh? We honestly don't miss weeks very often. I yeah. know we recently both got sick and so yeah. either neither of us could record. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we threw out like a really old episode that mm. had like, it's been three years mm. since it aired. Yeah. Sure. Like throw a, a little throw, intro in front like of it or whatever. Throwback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like, like you, you probably know this as well. Like it's, you have to be consistent. Like if, if you're good, if you're going to be weekly, then you have to be weekly. And like, yep. you know, you, you got to think of something and it, you, we've recorded a lot of shows before where we turn it off and we're just like, Ugh, that, that one wasn't was, the best. That one wasn't the best. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just the reality of it, right? Like some shows are just like, man, that was awesome. We were firing on all cylinders and yeah. other ones that you're just looking and it's like, 
okay, we're at 55 minutes. Let's get you an hour and get out of here. Right? <laughs> and like, but it, like, at least you have a show and you've, yeah. you've produced a show and you haven't just said like, cause that's how the Zelda informer podcast died. Right. Cause it's like, not sure what to talk about. Let's, let's take this week off and come back next week. And that, then that happens. And then, you know, from experience, I had a different show like 10 yeah. years ago. The best way to kill an audience is to have an inconsistent yes. release schedule. Yes. And totally even for us, we thought like, well, two weeks, is that too far apart? But we thought if we just own it, and we just say it's every other week well, and our yeah, audience can like, get used to it, we'll, I, I think we'll be okay. I, yeah. I, I believe you. Like, you could you could do monthly. Like, you could do, if you were just like, I'm going to release two podcasts a year and it's going to be on June 1st and September 1st. <laughs> but, and, like but like your like audience, your audience knows. knows. Yeah. 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 So I, I think it's just like, you got to set it and stick to it. And mm-hmm. like, even if it's not, if it's not the best, yeah, at least you, you've still delivered something. And, and you know, it's sometimes if you, if we've had an episode that I think we are a little bit down on, like. Uh, we we did a mini boss episode not even that long ago and uh, I I don't know it was it was all right it was all right when we finished it we were like oh this didn't we were feel like, as eh. good as we thought it was gonna be okay. but it actually wound up being yeah like, we had a lot of people say like, a lot of people really loved it yeah, yeah interesting yeah so it, it you know sometimes I mean I've definitely there's been times where I knew that we've recorded a stinker <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah. but I mean I think the times where I shut it off and been like okay that was awesome definitely yeah was. yeah we've only not released two episodes so far out of all five seasons where we had one that was such a dud that we thought maybe we re-explore this one later you know yeah and it has happened once in a while and then you gotta get real creative and start moving your episodes around yes. but i think we go to break this has been a blast thank you so much we're just kind of chatting about making podcasts and everything else i love it awesome um we'll go to break and when we come back i'd like to talk a little bit more about actual zelda let's do it sound good Sweet. yes yeah. cool Hey, this is TC. And this is Jim from the Studio Demands It podcast. Where every episode we take a demand from a hypothetical studio. Which could be you. And challenge ourselves to conceptualize, pitch, and craft a film based on the stipulations. Or the demands. We are given. We talk about movies all the time. Particularly, we complain about the choices made in the films we've seen. We're nerds like that. And, of course, like any good nerd does, we automatically assume that we could do better. Even with the demands and restrictions that clearly must have been put on by a production. So head on over to studiodemandsit.com and listen to our previous library of episodes. Our library of previous episodes. Our precious library, Jim. (laughs) Our library of precious episodes. (laughs) You're a pirate Smeagol. Okay. So head on over to studiodemandsit.com to listen to our library of episodes. And submit your demand for a future episode, too. So go do that. Okay, bye. Okay, end of ad. Has this ever happened to you? Ah, this video game is bullshit! Are you tired of gaping plot holes and boring gameplay mechanics? Look, all I'm saying is that if a full-fledged Krogan is falling off a platform, there's no way Commander Shepard has the upper arm strength to pull him up! Has reading become just too tedious of a chore? Ugh, books. Are you bored of your same three murder podcasts? Shocking, it's the butler. Allow me to introduce you to the brand new fan fiction podcast, With an X, hosted by our lovely basement-dwelling and real-life Muppet, Dan McCoy. Well, that's hurtful. And myself, of course, the blonde bombshell with the blood of Odin and the great looks of Jake Busey from Starship Troopers. That's accurate. And with our powers combined. No. Oh, you never let me do what I want to do. I said no, man. We're not doing that. Ah, fine. Anyway, you can find us on Apple Podcasts wherever you get your fix from. Remember, fan fiction with an X. Hi everybody, David here. I just wanted to take a second to tell you about another Zelda podcast's brand new merch store. Yes, we've opened up the store to celebrate the beginning of Season 5. 
In fact, I'd like to tell you about our Another Zelda Podcast logo t-shirt. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's our logo on a classic t-shirt, but yeah, it does look pretty neat, especially on the 20 different shirt colors that you can select. All of the staple colors like red and green and black are there, but there's also asphalt, military green, slate, royal heather. I'm not joking, that's one of the color selections. So if you're interested in displaying your Another Zelda Podcast fandom, head on over to our website, anotherzeldapodcast.com, and click on the Merch tab in our main menu right up on the top of the screen there. All right, let's, let's get back to the show. Okay, we are back. And um, Andy and Allison, thank you so much again for spending this time with me. I know that there's a lot going on. I, I know the cross, the Lynx crossbow training is coming up soon. Oh, the yeah, tournament, I can't miss that. Of which I'm sure you both are very excited to be a part of. I mean, I'm a part of it. Are you in it? No. Okay. I'm, oh. I'm playing like 12 hours of Twilight Princess. That's I don't right. need any more. And <laughs> You don't need any more of that engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I've never played it before, actually. Oh, it's there fun. I actually love it. Mm-hmm. I, I've. I have a good time with Link's crossbow training. I enjoy it. It's, it's, it's fine. You know, it's fine. <laughs> I think, well, I kind of got excited about that. I don't want to get too far off the topic. I kind of got excited about there was like a, um, a a Duck Hunt adjacent mini game in Wii Play that, 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 that. Oh, the, the Wii U. Yeah, the Wii, uh, well, the Wii, Wii Play. It was like Wii Sports and then Wii Play came out later. Oh. And Wii Play was mostly about like shooting things on the screen. Hmm. And there was like a, a, there's like a target attack mode in that. And I actually really had a fun time with that. Right. And so then when um, Link's Crossbow Training came out, I was like, oh, it's just a better and Zelda version of that game. I'm Mm -hmm. in. There There you go. go. Some of them are a little more complicated than others. Some of the screen moves for you. Some you have to actually kind of do the walking. Oh, okay. So anyways. I'm not going to do well. I'll just say that. I'll be be cheering from you. I think my favorite ones are like, sometimes they'll throw you on the back of a wagon and then have the bacoblins attack you. And Uh, you kind of on the move, you're trying to shoot them. That's kind of fun. Okay. Uh, anyways, okay. there's like even a, I think there's a Star Lord fight in it. I think he comes back in the oh, desert. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have no idea. Maybe, maybe King Bulbin shows up at some point. That'd be good. He just might. Yeah, They've got the asset. Throw yeah. him in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, so that, what, what I want to kind of spend the second half here chatting a little bit, like I said, a little bit more about Zelda. We've talked about how we've started, po- we kind of talked about how we started podcasting, mm-hmm. but um, Andy, maybe I'll start with you. What, what, was there a, what, what? When did you, I don't, I'm not sure how to ask, ask this because I don't want it to be, it doesn't need to be a specific moment, but when did you kind of realize that you were, I have a specific moment, feeling the Zelda vibes. Yeah. So I, it was a very specific moment that I still remember to this day. Well, well, well. Um, so I was, uh, I don't know, like 12 when Ocarina of Time came out and, um, Oh my God, I'm so much older than you guys. <laughs> so when, uh. So before before Ocarina of Time, uh-huh. um, I I was a kid that I, I played video games like Super Mario World and stuff like that. And I was video games were kind of something that were fun to do. And like you, you, it was just a fun thing to to play or whatever. Like it wasn't really anything more than that. It was kind of like watching a baseball game on TV. Like it, this is fun. Um, and then I played Ocarina of Time. And um, when I got to there was a very specific moment, actually, when I got to the Forest Temple in that game and I like had like an out of body experience as lame as that sound. It was so I was like the music and the way that it was. And then I got to the center and there was like the four yes. flames with the Poe sisters. I was just like, I was like, this is incredible. Like video games aren't just like, like jumping and, you know, bopping on Goombas and stuff like this is like a cinematic, like ethereal experience. And I was, I was just like hooked on that. And then like that, that forest temple, like I still, I think, I think about that all the time, actually that forest temple moment. And like, 
God, I wish I could relive it. It was so awesome. But it, like I, that, that moment to me was just like, this is like, this is what video games can be. Like, this is like art. Like this is and like unbelievable. And uh, like, you know, I'm 12 years old playing this game and I'm, I'm not very good, but I knew like in that moment, I was like, this is something like very, very special. And like, uh, you know, that, you know, it, it's funny. Cause like, I do have a specific moment. I'm not sure if a lot of people do, but like, I very vividly remember going into the forest temple for the first time and hearing the, the rising and the falling of the, the, whatever instruments like are there. Yeah. 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 It was, it was just like, so I was like, okay, this is what a video game can be. This is awesome. That's a, it's a strong temple. Like, yeah. And it might even be the best stylized or um, aesthetic temple. You know, the spirit temple kind of gets there too, but, mm. but I think the forest temple, when every time I replay Ocarina, they've all the extra effort of having the vines hanging down and everything. Mm-hmm. I forget about a lot of that yep. sometimes. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a strong point it's, in the game. It's my favorite temple. Actually, if we did a, we did a Zelda dungeon staff feature like a year ago or so we pulled, I think there were about 50, 50 people. Yeah. Um, and it was like a point system. Your top dungeon got 10 points, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think the forest temple actually finished first. Oh really? Overall. Like I put yeah. it on the list and people rated mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's also the first time in Ocarina where you, really you know the first three kind of mini dungeons or whatever they're fine mm-hmm. and they're good and they're kind of teaching you how to play the game but the forest temple is the first one in my opinion where they drop you into that hub and you just yeah. have to figure it out mm-hmm. yeah and you just live in there for a while and slowly start putting the pieces together it's i can see how that could be an emotional experience well like mm-hmm. i when when i was like 12 i did the the first three dungeons and i was uh, you know we did the ganondorf deal at the bridge and i was like well that was a great game like that you know <laughs> i loved this game it was awesome it was really fun but then it was like you were just scratching the surface and it was it was just incredible and then you know i feel like i've i've had a couple moments like that like playing skyward sword that story i thought was incredible mm-hmm. watching watching the uh, the trailer for breath of the wild the 2017 switch trailer yes was like one of the most incredible zelda moments i've ever had in my life i used to I, make I still people watch sit it. down and watch it i'm like, i'm getting goosebumps right now actually just talking about it it's it's so awesome we did a whole show talking about that trailer yeah actually. we did it was very good <laughs> yeah. so yeah I, that was that was it for me Allison, when when did this when did you get interested in Zelda? Um, I I know that Zelda has been a part of my life since I was born because I have very early memories of seeing family members play. Uh, like I specifically remember like the pyramid kind of dark from Dark World of A Link wow. to the Past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then riding Epona in Lawnmon Ranch on Ocarina of Time. But I do have very like three very distinct moments, and I'll try not to make them like long winded. Go for but... it. We've got plenty of time. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Our first, and I, I played a lot of my, when I was a child, our Zelda games were played together because I have five brothers. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> only only sister? I have one sister. Oh, I see. And, but she wasn't really interested. But, um, <laughs> so we shared. So we got, we had an uh, SNES. We played A Link to the Past. That was our first Zelda game that I played, played. And we did that together and it was great. My bro- I remember my brothers being mad because we bought it at a yard sale and I deleted the save file. So <gasps> I was like, you have to start from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I get it. No, but they I'm were mad at that. me because they were like, well, you, they have all the stuff already. We could have played that one. <laughs> and then the next one was bigger, like a bigger moment where we played. We got the we got a GameCube for Christmas okay. with the collector's edition Zelda. And we played Ocarina of Time together. Amazing. And, went, and we used the guide and all that kind of stuff. And then Majora's Mask together. And then I kind of grew up. I went through life. And then my comeback to Zelda moment where I've been with Zelda Dungeon and Zelda like since that day forever is uh, I was in the military, it was 2013, and I wasn't having a very good time with life, and uh, I picked up uh, Link Between Worlds. Okay. And that's the game that got me back into the series. Wow. I loved it so much. 
I remember using Zelda Dungeon to get through it. <laughs> and then I went I immediately went and bought a Wii U and went Waker HD and I played that. And then I went and got Skyward Sword and I played that. Oh my god, I love and, this. And then I joined Zelda Dungeon that the the next year and it's been <laughs> Since like you, that ever since, since you brought it up, how did you join Zelda Dungeon? Because you because you, you mentioned you you'd use it for probably some walkthroughs and mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Did you just like send an email one day? Or? Well, so Moss used to do Moss used to be and he's the you know the owner of mm-hmm. Zelda Dungeon. He's the gentleman whose whose house we're in right now for the stream, yes, yeah. and we are whose like, mansion, yeah, completely yeah. surrounded by amazing Zelda figures right yeah. now. Yeah, so he used to put out like ads on the front page for if you wanted to be a writer and volunteer and that kind of stuff. So I volunteered to be a writer because I was really into writing at the time. Still am, just not as much anymore. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I sent him a piece and he was like, "Um, can you redo that? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's not very good. Was it like an audition piece? It was like a... Yeah, just like, you know, give, not really assignment, just like give an example of your writing, you know. Can you please rewrite it? Okay, fair enough. I don't know if he remembers that, but... um, (laughs) And then uh, he brought me on in like Jan- like December of 2014. And then my first piece, because I kind of hang back for a month watching everybody else because I was really like nervous and shy and stuff. Uh-huh. But my first piece was about, I think, the gyroscope for Majora's Mask 3D. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. that was news that came out at that yeah, time. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, so that was like probably my introduction into ZD. Can and you I- rewrite it? <laughs> Did you rewrite it? I did, yeah. 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 Send it back. He's like, okay, so I was, I was he said this will do. Yeah, I was used to creative writing, so I, I like put too much details. This needed to be a news post. Oh, because yeah. it was a we yes. have that problem all the time, actually, yeah. like with uh, with news or, or we have daily debates that go out and, and it's really like a question with like a paragraph of flavor text. And like, I think a lot of new writers we found like they very, want, they start to editorialize versus yeah. like just putting a question out there into the world. It's yeah, very, very, very common. Yeah. So he was just like, yeah, can you rewrite that? And mm-hmm. typical Mossy's language at the time, I was yeah. just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Allison, please rewrite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either of you. What was, what was your like uh, school experience? What did you? I went to school for film and video. So I kind of like had the media stuff. Did you have a like, communications type in things? Because no. Nope. Because I don't, I do not know how to write things like that. I, my joke is I podcast because I can't write. Yeah. And so like you guys are mm-hmm. kind of blowing my mind right now that you can just put this stuff together. I yeah. took creative writing classes and I was on the newspaper in high school. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I was more leaning towards creative writing. And then now, actually, I went to school and stuff for my AA. But now I'd love to go back to school to get into technical editing. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I can make to, a career out of that. I yeah. did like um, some productions, like video editing and stuff. But I never did any kind of writing at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I, my, my writing sample when I joined was like, I was going to ask, I had, uh, I had just seen Suicide Squad and Batman versus Superman, which I think kind of got poo pooed a little bit by a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote a review on Facebook notes, (laughs) Facebook notes when that was a thing. And, uh, I I don't know what I was doing. I was like, these movies are great. So I sent in, I sent in my, you know, the latest Breath of the Wild trailer just come out. And I was like, yeah, you know, they were looking for volunteers. I was like, I'll join, I'll join Zelda Dungeon, which was actually, uh, there were two websites, Zelda Informer and Zelda Dungeon, which used to be separate entities. So I actually joined Zelda Informer. I remember when they connected. Yeah. Um, So Al was part of the ZD team. I was part of the ZI team. And then we became one big happy family. But yeah, I, I sent in like a, a Facebook note that was like, this is why Batman versus Superman rocks. <laughs> you should like it. So yeah, that's that's how we got there. I had never really written before it, but I think I made a blog post about why onions were gross. And then that's the only other writing I'd really done. But I, I loved it. 
We have um, we have one other we have one guy who has been on the show a few times. His name's Dan McCoy, and he now has a spinoff show for Six Five, my little company that I have, and it's called Fan Fiction. And he also feels that those movies are great. So maybe if you ever if you ever <laughs> yeah. see him in passing on social, <laughs> yes, that's 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 another that's like the only other person on the planet that I know. Yes, <laughs> all right, that nice. thinks those things are great. Hit me up, Dan. Yeah, let's chat. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's, that's, that's cool. Man alive! Wow. Um, so that's that's really quite. Quite the journey, honestly, for everybody. I, w- I could sit here and tell you what mine is, but I've already talked about it on the show, honestly, as I think about it. But it was the quick version is, is that it was basically, um, it was kind of a two-step process. It was, well, it's almost like a 0.5 and then like a three-step process, I just realized. I kind of what rented the original Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. back when I was a um, kid, like, like 10 or 11 or 12. <laughs> the original Legend of Zelda was right. out. And I thought, oh, this is a great thing that I would rent from the video game stores. And um, I was horrible at it, and I would always try to play it, but it like kind of spooked me and kind of scared me because I was I, I was a bit younger. Maybe I wasn't twelve. Maybe I was third grade or something. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, um, so that was kind of like oh, Ze- I remember in that moment I was like Zelda is cool, but scary, and I can't play it. <laughs> like <laughs> way too hard for me. Yeah. Some other day. Yeah. And then I actually didn't pay any attention to Zelda at all. I went into high school. While I was in junior high is when Link's Awakening, the first one, came out. Right. And I remember my friends kind of talking about it. And I was like, Zelda on the Game Boy? That's craziness. I don't even know how this game works. <laughs> but it's on a Game Boy? That's insane. And so I didn't pay any attention to Link's Awakening at all. And then a few years in, I was going into high school. And um, I, that's around the time when Chrono Trigger came out. And I was really getting into like mm. role-playing games. Yes. Like Super Nintendo Chrono Trigger, I was there for it. It was that's, great. That's a top tier. That was like one. That was definitely one of those experiences. Like, well, this is interesting artwork, and then you put it in. You're like, what am I playing? This is the best game in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I digress because I, I was kind of like, oh well, I um really think I want to try to have a role playing game experience on my Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And like my birthday was coming up or whatever it was, and I kind of like. I was looking at it, I was like, maybe a Final Fantasy game. You know, they had tactics or whatever it was, Final Fantasy Adventure, whatever it was. And I kind of thought to myself, I wonder if I could play that Zelda game, that Zelda game that people talked about four or five years ago. Yeah. And so I like kind of reluctantly put on my little wish list for birthday, like (laughs) The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. And I got it. And I put it in and I didn't really even know how a Zelda game worked. And it was like, I was like years late into this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Four Zelda games had already come out. I was basically Mm -hmm. just a year or two before Ocarina came out is when I kind of entered this situation. Mm And I absolutely loved it. It was a lot of fun. I didn't, I didn't, one of the fun facts is because I started with Link's Awakening, I didn't know that there was supposed to be a Zelda. I didn't know that there was supposed to be a Ganon. I didn't I guess know. you wouldn't. You I know. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, Cahoyland Island is where all of this takes place. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And yeah. so then I got, I was, I was really getting excited about video games. I was getting excited about the Nintendo 64 coming out. The Nintendo 64 came out when I was eighth or ninth grade or something like that. I wasn't in college yet. And, um, um, I st- it was just like when, when dial-up internet was there. And so you, I, you'd like, I, on my lunch breaks at school, we had open lunch back then. I'm making mm-hmm. this story way too long. We had open lunch <laughs> and my house was only about an hour or a mile away from where my high school was. So like, um, and back then, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th was all in one high school. They didn't have right. a middle school thing. And so we had open lunches because that's a thing that happened in the early 90s. And um, I would drive home load up you know make a sandwich or something get on the computer try to load up the nintendo website it would take minutes 
for like four <laughs> articles to show yeah. up the graphic show. I'd look for anything Zelda and I'd get Ocarina, I'd find Ocarina. I thought it was so cool. It was called Zelda 64 at the time. Yeah. And I was getting so excited. And um <laughs> and that's when I realized like, oh, I think I'm I think I really like this series. I was getting yeah. really excited about Ocarina. And then my like where I really dove in deep was one day I was on the website on my lunch break. Lunch break is so funny to say it that way. But um <laughs> Um, that I got up the guts. There was like a, a button on the website and 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 um, it was something like, got a question for us? Send in, you know, a newsletter letter or whatever. And so I, I got up the courage and I clicked the button and I typed uh, something about, I asked them if the 3D Zelda was going to, because I realized with Link's Awakening, the screen scrolling stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how are they going to do that in 3D? And I asked them something about like, will it will it be like Resident Evil where there's screen, uh, with just different screens, oh, like the set backgrounds, or will there yeah. not be the screen scrolling in the in the Nintendo sixty four version or whatever? And actually, like side note, they did do a little bit of that screen scrolling when you're jumping, getting into the mm-hmm. castle and stuff in the early days. Right. So I think they maybe experimented with that. But anyway, I clicked submit, never heard back. Um, but I just like emotionally, like I had the, I had, I was, I was invested enough to like have the guts to put, to put yeah. in like a, whatever it is, a newsletter or a memo thing. Oh. And that's when I kind of realized I was like, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm digging this. And it was kind of, yeah. I got excited about Zelda ever since. Man, I would have, I would have loved to like be on that hype train for the, you know, coming into the 3d for the first time, the Zelda series and just. Oh, that would have been so exciting. It was an exciting time. Like, like this stuff got talked about at the lunch table, so yeah, to speak. You know, yeah. like everybody was talking about how does Mario get 3D? How does blah, blah, blah get 3D? Uh, PlayStation had already come out for like a year, but the 3D wasn't great in that first one. Everything was really pixely, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was a very exciting time. But anyway. Yeah. I, I remember having some conversations like that with Metroid. I'm a big Metroid fan. And like when, when Prime was coming out, I was in high school and like it was like, Okay, like, how are we, you know, I I'd met this Samus character in Smash Bros. Like, why isn't there a 3D Metroid? How could that work and stuff? And then, like, I remember when it was, like, the, the first person was like, whoa. Yeah. So I, just, yeah. I saw a couple oh. pictures of it, and I kind of thought, like, I don't know, guys. First yeah, person Metroid. Because, yeah. you know, you imagine it's going to be, like, a running gunner or something or, like, yeah. some kind of, you know, but it wasn't. It was just first person. It wasn't really a first person shooter, per se. It was a first yeah, person just, adventure game. Yeah. They, they nailed it. Yeah. Anyways, oh, that was a fun fact. There was a time when Zelda sixty four was going to be in first person. You know I mean, what? I think we we found that out. We yeah. That out. Yeah. 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 That was cool. That is unbelievable. I don't, and I think we asked if we were asked if we wanted to have a uh, link in the first person. You know, and I said no. Yeah, yeah I think I kind of like seeing Link. It makes it feel a little bit more like an adventure game. I've dabbled with a little bit of Skyrim on the Switch over the last year or two. I was very mm-hmm. late to the game mm-hmm. for Skyrim. And I, I, too, I find myself playing it in first person, mm-hmm. but I actually would prefer the third. I just don't love how it kind of, they do the Resident Evil camera yeah, where it's like, like on the side and you really can't see what you're yeah. doing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I, with that kind of game, I would prefer the first person because you can actually feel Build yourself your fit into yeah. that role. Like, oh, yeah. I, I think Link, Link is like is a character his now. own character now. Well, if I may, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but Miyamoto said as such. Yes. He basically said, that like, was his, yeah. you're not playing as you. You're playing as this thing, this guy. Exactly. Yeah. That was, yeah. That I, was I think Link kind of started as, as like the link between the player and the world. Or, and he started as an avatar, but I think he's, he's very much clearly defined yeah. character now. Even though I know he doesn't talk or anything like that. And it's... Technically a different Link every game, but I think like the Link characteristics are very clearly defined. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it is so weird how there's there's so many Links, you know yeah. what I mean? But right. it all still kind of feels like the same thing. You don't have so many Marios. That's totally different. And Mario does talk. It's a completely yes. different emotional experience, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. 
Well, cool. This was a lot of fun, guys. I think I don't want to take, I know we're getting into the crossbow training and I, I really enjoy the chat. Um, <laughs> this was a, t a slightly quicker end, uh, second half here. Is there anything else you guys oh, want to say? Oh, we can go as long as you want. Yeah, we can go as long as you want. Got any yeah. other questions? We kind of did our shares. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, making the show, that was all cool. Zelda Dungeon's pretty cool. How long have you been coming to these marathons? I've been since 2017. I missed 2020 because of, you know. Oh, right. Yes. But, uh, 2018 was my first and then 2019 uh, I missed the last two because international travel was not so easy right uh, so yeah it's been it's been three years since I seen this one in person so in it's very person? nice and you guys have been hosting a show yeah 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 well I mean we talk every week but yep. uh, yeah it's uh, something hits different when you see and we you know we don't just do the podcast we also like help the writing team for Zelda Dungeons yeah. together yeah. so and yeah so we'll have, we'll have like writers meetings and stuff and like there, there's another like we're, we're involved with like the the running of the actual website as well so like the um, like the news the original content stuff like that so yeah we'll, we'll mm -hmm. get together and collaborate actually we have a we have another, so there's four Zelda Dungeon management here, and Allison and I are two of them. And then the other one is, I think she's downstairs right now. Her name's Judy. And then Rod is flying in tomorrow. So it's going to be the first time the four of us have ever been together. And Judy came from oh Northern gosh. Ireland, actually. So oh my she, she took a she took a, a trick to get here. Mm -hmm. So this yeah, so cool. And we're all playing Ocarina of Time together. We are. It's the copy editor race. And you know, we were talking earlier about... Um, you know, some specific moments. And like, I, I think I would be remiss if I said like, like uh, the Zelda Ninja Marathon is like a moment, right? Cause mm -hmm. like, I was, I was very nervous about coming here my first year. I was like, I, there's like 30 people I don't know. Like, <laughs> am I gonna suck at this game? And like my, are they gonna hate me? Am I gonna say a boot? Like, uh, you know, whatever. Like, so uh, I, I come, I come here and it was like, it was so awesome. And even though like you, you talk to people before, like yeah. seeing, meeting them in person is different, but it was like, so awesome and like I, I actually whenever i interview like writers for the site i'm just like you know like get to know people because like it's it's really fun to write about zelda and to, to talk about zelda and stuff like that but that's not why people stay in zelda dungeon right it's like you stay because you meet people like allison or you meet people like gooey or moss or whatever right and they're I just see. like it's like man, these guys are like some of my best friends now right like so like it's, it, you you come for the Zelda, you stay for the, the friendship. You stay for the friendship. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I love it. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and I, I know it sounds lame and it sounds cheesy, but by God, it it is the truth. It is yeah. the truth. Like the yeah. people that have been, we have many many staff members that have been here like many many years. Like a lot of people have been here even longer than like I have, and some mm -hmm. predate Allison as well. So like, you know, it's it's very much like. This would be this whole like Zelda dungeon, and then like specifically the Zelda dungeon marathon. I think would be collectively like a, a top like moment as well, because like you, it, it just kind of changes how you like view the series when it becomes like you know going from a kid that plays Zelda playing video games and like wow this is art and like this is like a fantastic video game series like wow this is like a, a community of people that I like respect and trust and you know it's just it, it changes and it's an evolving mm -hmm. you know it's an evolving thing yes and like I said earlier it's really hard to find people that you actually live around yeah. to do stuff like this with so yeah. some people um can only show up to the marathon for so long but I make it uh like I make it a deal where I have to stay the whole time because I'm like if I'm gonna go see these people and I'm gonna go play Zelda games and oh. I'm gonna stay the whole time if I'm going through customs I'm staying for, for eight <sighs> days I'm gonna work for yeah. all this PTO I'm using it all on oh, this event yeah that's amazing <laughs> totally. yeah cool. because I get to yeah. see all these people and hang out with them too like we get to 
to do a really cool thing with the the charity and the the gaming yeah. and the stream but i also get to see some of my best friends so yeah, yeah I love it. and the cool thing about it is like once you come once i think typically you like you want to come back yeah. like you don't want to miss any of it well this like, is an event this yes. I, I this is way bigger than yeah. i even expected i mean case in point like you got to come next year too right like I'll even later this week uh, I mean, like, he's, Chicago, like it's, he's like i'm in yeah, I'll, I'll be like, here. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we can bring some more of the azp people over absolutely you know, have yeah we have guests totally yeah. from yeah. all yeah. over so we have so many guys yeah. are like like part of it is like great like i i can't wait to see allison again but like part of it's also just like I've never met Corey in person or like I've never met Lulu in person. I'm really looking forward to meeting them or like a part of it is just like, you know, there's there's a girl downstairs. Her name is Palm. And it's like, nice to meet you. Like, what do you do? <laughs> you play like you play Zelda. Great. Like, let's, you know, do you want to get go, go to burger or something? And then we can talk about, you know, it's just like it's like it, it's just an eclectic, uh, an eclectic cast of characters. So this yeah. monster put you guys up here for the week basically you just kind of find we couches sleep upstairs. And yeah some rooms upstairs inflatable mattresses so the, the sleeping situation is, is we're, we're kind of getting into the meat and potatoes of the stream here yeah. Yeah. The marathon. i'm okay with this yeah. i didn't know we were going to talk about all this i love it yeah it's uh yeah so i mean because it's 24 7 um there's always some people sleeping or there's usually some people sleeping so upstairs is mostly booked for people that are you know, passed out or whatever um but yeah, you, you basically crash where you can for as long as you can. I think I've slept about three hours in the last like <laughs> two days. So I got a good night's sleep last night. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried to convince Allison to stay up with me. She's like, no. <laughs> I mean, enough. you're holding on, Andy. You're yeah. doing okay. I got. I got my like second win. I made some strong coffee this morning. Is that what so it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same too as when I was coming in 2017 and I was like 24 and I could handle staying up really, really late. Oh yeah, that's now a whole thing. I'm almost yeah. 30 and I'm like oh, almost 30. I oh my god, it. you children! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I keep telling Allison when you turn 30. It's all downhill from there. It I, does. Yeah. 30 starts to go down. 36 was a big one for me where it was like, really, you actually start getting tired and all that kind of stuff. Oh, like all man. that actually ruins you after 36. Oh, no. I'm just Sweet. I'm just getting into my for, I'm 41 now. I'm just getting into my 40s and I'm kind of like, oh, man, what's coming up next? Oh, <laughs> like no. for, to get here today, I, I only got six hours of sleep last night. Yeah. I was working and doing some stuff and I was nervous about that. Will I get enough sleep? It's like, what are you, old man? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. reality, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> oh I, I, were you nervous the first year that you came here? Like, I was incredibly Actually, nervous. Actually, I was so nervous because Moss invited me in 2016 and I said no. I chickened out. Uh, he invited oh. me in 2017 and I said no as well. Yeah. yeah. Wait, why would you say no? Just because it's like a little intimidating? Well, I mean, I, I had personal reasons, sure. but, and I also just came out of the military and had like zero friends i was trying to recreate mm -hmm. my friend group mm -hmm. and it was really weird to think about going to meet a bunch of people that i hung out with on the internet yeah because oh, I, I grew up being told don't trust people on the internet totally yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and for for me and probably i'm assuming for you too like i hadn't been with zelda dungeon very long. i was with zelda dungeon for like six months he's mm -hmm. like hey do you want to like fly to chicago and come <laughs> play Zelda games and like at that point in my run like I've played a lot of Zelda games for like our podcast specifically to like refresh memory or like notice different that like play it with more of a critical eye yeah and so like I had played like every Zelda game but I hadn't like we I, I would say we we don't speed run here but we do I mean we, we kind quickly. of do like yeah, you're, like you're a on swift, a schedule a swift right? run right yeah yeah, yeah. So you're on a schedule, so you have to you have to hit a certain time, and like you don't necessarily have to be doing crazy stuff, but like you have to be, you know, all all the players. So like we're playing Ocarina of Time, all of us, and like we all have to be in and around like the same time of of beating the game, so that the next game can start or whatever. And like yeah. it's very very uh, antithetical to how I like to play Zelda games, just mm -hmm. like you go explore and you collect hearts and you yeah. 
you know, what's over here. And so like when you're playing Ocarina of Time, it's like, all right, like I got to move my, my butt to the, <laughs> to the forest temple and then to the water temple. And like, don't forget that key, you know, it's yeah. like, I'm 100% an explorer when I play Zelda games. Yes. So I've never, even even uh, between breaks here when we were on our break of recording this show, there was some chatter about speed runs and stuff in the other room. And I yeah. I kind of thought to myself, like, wow, you know, it's amazing to watch those. I don't know if I have it in me. I don't know. You know it's what I mean? It's hard. like a totally different style no. of play. I used to be really into Allison it. Allison is a good speed runner. I used yeah. to be really into it and like got into it, like looking up all the tricks and strats and stuff. But I find it can be a bit exhausting. So mm-hmm. I kind of felt like been petering off of it a little bit because mm. i also really like to explore so well, I, i've actually been working on a gimmick here for the last few years of like being so bad that like <laughs> that, that, that i actually so i'm never expected to win and i and i've my the expectations for me personally are so low that like all i have to do is show up and play the game like my gimmick is like people can laugh at how bad i am but it's great because like i don't have to practice a bunch of times in a row i can i can do like one playthrough and it's like all right yeah, i'm still bad well, well i did it yeah <laughs> That's I heard it goats. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Kate, Kate has, she'll joke about me sometimes. She'll speaking to like how I play video games. She said, if David walks into a room, um, she's going to say it exactly this way, but if David walks into the room and there's a sign pointing with an arrow to the right, he goes to the left. Yes. Like, right. I yes. always try to find the, the nooks the and thing. crannies and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause you don't know what you're going to miss. I, I did know. the same with tunic. I wanted to, yeah. um, like, have you played tunic yet? I'm not even familiar with what tunic is. Oh, I don't mind. Tunic, tunic is a very cool. It's Zelda-like. very, very Zelda. Like you play as a tiny little Fox in an isometric world. It's I'm sure it's going to come to switch eventually. I'm in. That's yeah. it's, great. it's really, it's, oh, it's, it's kind of like, on, I basically only play Nintendo. Yeah. I think it'll, it'll be on switch within the next year, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like Zelda one meets like dark souls a little bit in terms mm-hmm. of combat, but it, it's very cute, but it, it's very much like Zelda one. And like, you just go, yep. I love it. That sounds yeah. great. And it's awesome. a lot of places to explore and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't specifically try to not play non Nintendo games. It's just that I just have enough time in my life to play a few it's, games. Yes. Yeah. And I just yeah. enjoy the Nintendo ones. And I'm, it's just kind I'm of what I end up going for. You know Plus what I mean? Buying yeah. multiple consoles can get spendy. I actually, I, uh, I have a problem now where I like, I don't want to play it if it's not on the switch. Cause I like, I play upstairs and I can, I can sit on the couch next to my wife as she watches Netflix or whatever. Like my dog's on the couch, and, and if we go downstairs, he's kind of a little bit unsettled. So I just, if it's not on the Switch, I can still play it. Like I, I played a little bit of Bloodborne for the first time a while ago, which mm-hmm. actually is a very Twilight Princess esque in terms of its aesthetic. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah, if it's not on the Switch, I'm just like I don't know. Like if I want to, if I want to play this, I'm kind of getting there too. Yeah. 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 I yeah. get it. Well, anyway, um, this was an amazing chat. Thank you so much yeah. for hanging out. This was um, awesome. This is so much fun, man. I've said it to you. I don't know if I said it during the recording here, but I said it earlier. Kate and I were just in a previous episode, a few episodes ago, we were joking about starting to chat with with you guys and everything <laughs> and just kind of feeling like we're um, um, at least part of the party now by hanging out with you. Yeah. It's been such a pleasure, and I really appreciate the invite so much. It's so cool. Oh, you you and your whole team have party pass any time. Mm-hmm. There's about awesome. 10 of us now, honestly. Yeah, yeah with all awesome. those blog writers and stuff. And yeah. that has that whole family thing, too. You know, yeah. I went through a tough time in my life about a month ago, mm-hmm. and I found that the people I reached out to were, were the yep. AZP team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never really imagined, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, cool. which, is, which is funny because I feel like I've talked to a lot of the AZP team, um, like d- definitely Celeste a lot, uh, but a lot Celeste of the other guys too. is my co-producer and she like keeps the show alive. I'm a little bit of a mad scientist. <laughs> I kind of like edit and I'm a little harder to get in touch with. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for Celeste because she takes care of all the community management. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. We, I, we did a podcast together uh, on someone else's show and it was the weirdest show. And I was, I oh, was really? like, 
Was it, it was, that interview one? That one v one maybe? No, we sometimes. we did a show. It was like a segment. Oh, I see. I see. You were it, both guests. It, on we were else. both guests on someone else's show, and I don't want to say it because it was a weird show. But that's all right. I, both of us were just like. That was weird. We should podcast together sometime because I like you. When she, I mean, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. When she saw a tweet about um, my ability to be on this, uh, this, this this stream this morning, she texted me immediately. She said, oh my gosh, you're going to be able to meet Andy. He's so nice. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I don't know him yet. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and you completely, completely fulfilled her, uh, her um, oh, wow. assessment there, Andy. This oh, has been really great. Celeste. And Allison, it's also been a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much this for having awesome. me on. And it's, it was really fun having you on the show too, because, you know, like we were talking about, sometimes it's hard to find things to talk about, but it's always fun when you have a new person come in and oh, you get to get their, their opinions uh, yeah. on Zelda. So, yeah. yeah. Well, if people, um, it almost feels silly to even have to say this, but if people are looking for the Zelda cast, how can they find the Zelda cast? Oh, That's Andy's spiel. We, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, we are at the Zelda cast on Twitch, Twitter, uh, I think that's it. I'm at Spateri316. She's at Allison Aletha. And we are wherever you get your Zelda podcast. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Excellent. Well, I think I'm going to wrap the show up here. Um, if anybody's interested in finding more information about another Zelda podcast or... Well, this episode's coming out way after the stream. This episode's not going to come out for like three or four weeks. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, no, three or four episodes. So maybe a month and a half from now. So I, I was about to say, like, check out that stream. But yeah. of course, that's not going to be... <laughs> yeah, you actually can watch it if you want. It's Is it like recorded? Yeah, 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 yeah it's recorded. it'll be up on the Zelda Dungeon Twitch channel. So like, it's actually a good chance oh, to like... if you. Cool. Yeah, you can watch like some of the games that take place in the middle of the night if you mm-hmm. if you yeah. want. There. Or if you're working or whatever. Yeah. The one that we did live today, are you going to put the audio on your XML on your actual podcast? Or is that just going to yes. live as a live? No, that's going to oh, be cool. Released. It'll be its own yeah, episode. Yeah, it'll well, be, that'll be fun. Well, I encourage anyone from another Zelda podcast, if you haven't listened to the Zelda cast, keep out. If you want to have more of the three of us talking, they can probably yeah. keep an eye out for that episode yes. pretty soon. Yes. That'd be a lot of yeah. fun. So um, we're at, that episode will be out either as of this recording tomorrow or the day after so Holy it's going to be available moly. like right away that turnaround dude there, yeah so so go back a month and a half listeners of another <laughs> zelda podcast and find that episode <laughs> that's a quick turnaround yeah cool excellent well um everything else uh, you can find another zelda podcast on another zelda podcast.com we're on facebook and youtube just do all the searches um i feel like this is probably not a listener's first episode so i'm, I'm kind of grazing over some of our contact us oh, stuff yeah. but um Thank you so much. I'm, I'm at Raptor Paint on Twitter. I'm not really nailing the uh, outro here just because I'm a little bit starstruck. <laughs> Andy, thank you. Allison, thank you. And um, another Zelda podcast listeners, uh, thank you so much. Guys, I'll see you. I'll see you next time. Yes. Yeah, thank yes, you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. And uh, yeah, this was awesome. It was awesome. Okay, bye. <laughs> <All right. laughs>